You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the Wall of Freedom. To change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it, we will not surrender for it, now or ever. Great patriots of America, I pray that you've had a wonderful Christmas with your family and your friends, specifically in a spiritual nature and not a materialistic nature. Christmas is about Christ, and we must understand that. He was not born in December in the conversation. However, this is the time that the world celebrates his birth. And thankfully, we still have the opportunity to celebrate Christ in this country. In the introduction, what you heard was a KGB defector, Yuri Bezmanov, warning to America in 1970. There's a lot more to what he has to say. Just Google KGB defector Yuri Bezmanov, and you'll be able to hear the full, probably... 14, 15 minutes interview with this man. And he gives us an exact example of what is happening in America that has happened in China and Russia in these communist countries. So what is Marxism? That's where communism came from. So the term Marx employs to designate human nature in what is called a species being. So he is comparing us as human beings to all the other species on the planet. According to Marx, humanity evidence two species characteristics, the capability of harmonious society with others and the capability 
for free, conscious, and universal labor. Man is a social being, and he is a laboring being. That is truth. We are laboring beings, not because of communism, but because of God. God created us from the beginning of time to be a laboring individual, a laboring person to God, to do his will. Genesis 2.15, the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. You get that, right? So from the beginning when Adam was created, the purpose of it was for him to take care of the Garden of Eden on this earth. And then him and Eve decided to disobey God and thus... God kicked them out of the Garden of Eden. So Genesis 3, 17 through 19 says this. And to Adam, he said, because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, not, you shall not eat of, not, you shall not eat of. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth for you. And you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it, you were taken for your dust and to dust you shall return. So this was a warning from God that they disobeyed him. And now they have to struggle on this earth to live. But the good news is, even though Adam and Eve and generations since then have been struggling, as long as you still stay connected with God, He will provide to you. But the difference is communism is not about God. It's about the government doing what God's role is in this world. So we're going to talk about the eight levels of control by Saul Alinsky to transform a nation through socialism into communism. You see, think of this like a war. The enemies of the United States have set up and been fighting for at least 50 years to present communism into America. All of this is at your front doorstep. It's that simple. It's here. It's not coming. It's already here. So you... Simply do not have time to sit and complain about how the election officials that you trusted have let you down. It's not about the elected officials. 
It's about a government that has turned into communism tyranny to control the populace. That's what we're dealing with. So this is from the VassarBushMills.com. You can look it up on the show notes. The eight control things that these people are doing are going to continue to do unless Americans by the millions stand up and fight this. Look what is happening in Brazil. A communist government is trying to take over the country, stealing the true election of the people. They don't want to have anything to do with it. And they're going to use the military, which agrees of what has happened in Brazil. And hopefully, they will have the ability to present martial law and not allow this communist government to take place in Brazil. So number one is called health care. See, you have to control health care, and then you can control the people. That's the number one thing that Marxists is talking about. Here's examples. Obamacare, the government pushing down medical health care on their people. Hospitals getting paid by the federal government for anyone that got treated for COVID. Think about that one. Can you imagine that the government is now paying hospitals to do their will? Yes, right here, right now. And because of that, they are not taking care of those that need care for most other issues. There is no room in the hospitals. This is what happened in 2020 and 2021. I can't explain it any better than this on how the government is controlling health care. Number two, poverty. Increase the poverty level as high as possible. Poor people are easier to control and will not fight back if the government is providing everything for them to live. This is what is happening in China. As long as they get, as a person, what is necessary for them to live, they can't increase. You see, they can't get better. They can't improve their lives. They can only do what the government tells them to do. And the government provides to them just enough to keep them from going in the streets. So here is the U.S. poverty rate from 1990 to 2001 as far as the percentage of population. So in 1990, it was 13.5. And then by 1993, it went to 15.1. And then I'm going to skip over 
to 2010 when Obama, Obama, you know, I'll take care of you government. It was 15.1%. And for the next four years, it never got below 14%. And then guess what? In 2016, Donald Trump gets elected. It is what it is. And he reduced the poverty to 12.7%. And then in 2019, it was 10.5%. Why? Because the economy was growing. People were able to get out of poverty and work and produce and do things. And then guess what happened in 2020? Shit for brains got put into office. 11.5%. In 2021, 11.6%. I can just imagine what is going to happen with this idiot over the next four years as it relates to poverty. Why? Because he is in bed and agrees and does what the communists in this country want him to do. Number three, debt. The country's debt. Increase the national debt to an unsustainable level. This is number three. $31 trillion in debt. This is from the World Bank. Now, some of you are going, well, you know, we always been in debt. All this. No, in 1990, the U.S. had $5.96 trillion in debt. 1990. <coughs> Excuse me. China had $1.1 trillion in debt. So this is how you compare it, right? Now, the United States, in 2016, when President Trump became the president, our debt was $18.7 trillion. And China keeps going up. China's debt is now 27.31 in 2020, and the government is right at $23 $23 trillion in 2020 when Biden took over. And he has already added an additional $15 trillion to that debt. A country cannot sustain this. We cannot sustain this debt because eventually the economy collapses And then guess what happens? All the people run to the government, save me, help me feed my family, and they will print more money to take care of you. Number four, gun control. Remove the ability to defend themselves from the government. So I'm going to talk about these cities these major cities on gun control. New York is one of the most 
restrictive cities with respect to firearms and the Second Amendment in the U.S. The largest city in the country has an assault on has a an assault weapons ban. This ban prohibits semi-automatic rifles with detachable magazines, pistol grips, folding stocks, etc. The New York City law drags many modern and some not so modern semi-automatic sporting rifles into this assault weapons category. A weapon is a weapon. It doesn't matter. Call it whatever you want. It's not the gun that kills people. People kill people. Philadelphia. You can only carry a firearm in Philadelphia if you have a permit to carry It is the only place in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that requires it. Pennsylvania is otherwise an open carry state, meaning that you can have a firearm on display on your hip except for Philadelphia. Baltimore. If you want to get a concealed permit, you are going to need 16 hours of training. You must pass the shooting portion with a 70% proficiency rate. And the city also has requirements for people that can use a firearm, and you have to fall into that group. So what they're saying is average American citizens cannot have a firearm in Baltimore, only certain groups, and you know they're controlled. Chicago. Yes. Surprise. Chicago is on this list. The laws are some of the strictest in the country. There are still no legal gun shops or shooting ranges within the city limits of Chicago. A University of Chicago study said that more than 1,500 guns traced to crimes in Chicago in the previous five years. And, of course, they didn't come from the local dealers. doesn't matter if you have a city with no gun dealers. The criminals can and will get a gun. Las Vegas. They have a relative robust set of laws protecting gun ownerships. They have no state permit is required to buy or own a gun. And there is a ban on assault weapons. Also, no age restriction on owning a long gun in the state. However, these laws were repealed in 2015. And the city residents required the registration of firearms with the police. If you're going to get a firearm, now the police needs to know that you have it. Also, nearly all private gun sales or transfers must go under a background check. So you cannot give your firearm to your son or your daughter unless they get a background check. These checks were typically run by the federal licensed firearm dealer. So now you got to go to the firearm dealer, take your family there to do this transfer instead of just giving it to them. 
San Francisco. Here you go. Number one. The state of San Francisco has some of the strictest gun laws in the country. Concealed carry permits are difficult to get. Some semi-automatic weapons are completely illegal. So even if you want to buy one, it's illegal. And since July of 2019, buying ammo will require a background check. That's why we go online to buy ammo or whatever. They give you this warning about California. So we got four more to cover. Don't go away. You haven't heard this before. I know you have. That's why I'm telling you this. Towards the end of this year, because next year, the communists are going to ramp it up. Trust me, it is going to get a lot worse than it was in 2022. Do not go away. Do not want to miss the rest of this podcast. We will be right back.
Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and you are on the Patriot Cause. I agree with Reba McIntyre. You see, we cannot go on like this and live like this. We can't love like this. We need to give this country back to God. Two ways. Keep on praying. And eventually, when you had enough, you're going to get in the streets by the millions. Just like Brazil. It's coming, I guarantee you. Americans, true Americans, God-fearing Americans are going to have enough. So let's just get back to this communist manifesto of the eight things or what is called the controls of communism in this country. Number six, or I'm sorry, number five, welfare. Take control of every aspect of your lives. Food, livestock, housing, income. In 2021 alone, this country has spent $1.7 billion on welfare. Nothing to do with Social Security. Now, they're going to say uh, COVID, all that. I, I, I get all of that. But no time in the history of this country has any government spent that amount of money. When Donald Trump left in 2019, our welfare system was point or 2.14% of the gross national product. In 2020, it was 6.21. In 2021, it almost doubled with this idiot of a president to 7.62% of the GOP which equals $1.7 billion. Number six, education. Now, if you think I'm some kind of, you know, idiot or conspiracy thinking person, I'm not. I go get the facts, the truth, so you know it, 
So you don't have to do it. Just listen to the gunny and the patriot cause and share it. And maybe enough people in this country will get the point. Education. Take control of what people read and listen to. Take control of what children learn in schools. CRT. Drag queens. And by the way, schools are no longer awarding any outstanding students of any type of award. Because they want everyone to be equal. Look. You're not equal. You have skills and ability based upon the God-given rights in your life. He has selected you to determine where you're going to go. He has given you these skills, these abilities, or not. That's how simple it is. It's got nothing to do with evolution. It's the plan of God. Which brings us to number seven, religion. Remove faith in God from the government and the schools. On June 17th of 1963, eight of the nine Supreme Court justices ruled that compulsory prayer and Bible reading in public schools violated the First and Fourteenth Amendments of the Constitution? It, it did not. But this is how they think. This is what their goal is, to take religion out of anything that is associated with the public realm. Which, by the way, the government was formed on the ideology and the freedoms that God has given us. That's why for so many years in this country, we went back to God to guide us in our lives. But the communists and the secular people stood up, which we don't, but they did, the vast minority in 1963, and this was passed. According to the court, even if Christianity is the dominant religion among Americans, allowing one religion in public schools imposes beliefs not accepted by all students. So this is how they did it. They said no religion. America has to support them all. And I get that. But by removing the truth from the schools, from the students, now we have opened up Pandora's box for evil in the students. Last but not least, number eight. You're going to get this one. Class warfare. Divide the people into wealthy and poor. This will cause more discontent and it will be easier to tax the wealthy to support the poor. There is tons of wealthy people in this country that say, oh, I don't have a problem to raise my taxes. 
See, what happens is they raise their taxes, they give it to the poor, they don't produce, they do nothing in life, they sit on the couch, they play games, and this forces a human being not to produce in this world. And this is what we're dealing with. The dangerous separation of the American upper middle class. This is from the Brookings.edu. The American upper middle class is separating slowly but surely from the rest of society. This separation is most obvious in terms of income, where the top fifth have been prospering why the majority lags behind. But see, this is not just economic issues. Gaps are growing on a whole range of dimensions, including the family structure, education, lifestyle. See, they are breaking down everything, not just how much money you make, color your skin, what you believe in, all of this, where do you live? These dimensions of advance appear to be clustering more tightly together, each thereby amplifying the other. So what they're saying is, here's a black person. He's poor. He doesn't have economic ability. But of course he does. He can do any. That's what freedom in America is. But communism must break it down. This is all part of working. It's all part of, of doing something in your life that's productive to make you feel and succeed in this world. So you have confidence, strength, the ability to live in this evil world. But they have to destroy that. Once they do that destruction, then you become a puppet in a tyranny regime. So Karl Marx was a materialistic person. And I talked about Christmas being about Christ. But if you're an atheist and you don't believe in any religion, you don't believe in Christ, the materialistic world is your world. He believed that the whole of humanity history moved on, driven by economic forces. This was his idea. There was no place in the system for God. And so from that moment on, Communism became an ethics system. And to this very day, they are atheists. And they're not going to change. Because Satan is guiding this communist movement across this globe. It just so happens the United States over the last 50 years is the evil forces, the evil one, Satan, whatever word you want to have, the dark 
forces of evil have infiltrated this country like they did China, like they did Russia. And now they're coming here to destroy the greatest country in the history of the world. And maybe they will succeed. But we have to pray. We have to stand up. You can't just vote somebody into Congress to make things happen and change. We have got to stand up millions and millions of great patriots in this country, in the streets, to fight the evil governments of this country. It's really that simple. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please share it far and wide. This is The Gunny. Stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty bell. Let's make a Ford and a Chevy that'll still last ten years like the show. Best of the free life is still yet to come. The good times ain't over.